0: Hey, everyone. Rachel Pereira here, the host of the Dishes and Doctrine podcast. I'm so glad you joined me today. This is the place where we consider how motherhood and theology can collide just a little bit. And uh, I hope you are doing well this week. It is a great week for us here. We are officially done with our homeschool year, and that's always kind of a nice time of year. Change of pace. uh, We don't have to get up quite as early to pack everything in the day. It doesn't quite feel like summer today. It's kind of cold and rainy outside, so I'm sitting here with my hot tea, and I just wanted to catch up with you a little bit. Uh, One of the things that has happened quite often this year in 2020 is that I keep falling, and uh, I'm going to tell you about it, whether or not you want to hear about it. Uh, The first time was after a really huge snowstorm we had in early December, and I headed out to the back of our yard to snap some pictures of all the beauty. It was so amazing to see that much snow. And in my excitement, I totally forgot about the ditch that runs along the edge of our property. So I stepped confidently, finding absolutely no solid ground (laughs) beneath my feet, and I quickly disappeared down into about three feet of snow. I pulled my wet phone out of the arm-length hole I had created when I fell. I took the photos that I had originally intended and hurried, I guess you could say as much as I could have hurried in 30 inches of snow, back to the house, and I was so thankful that nobody had seen me disappear into the white abyss. Another time was uh, one morning I was hurrying to complete my household cleaning chores for the week, and I removed uh, this grate that we have. It covers an air vent in our living room. I was going to clean some crumbs and dust out of it, and in my haste, my foot slipped down into the hole, and then my entire body just followed. I I seriously fell through our floor and halfway down into the basement. It was really only my one hip that stopped me from falling entirely down to the concrete floor. I called for my husband who then ran to help me onto the couch to recover. Uh, You should have seen the huge bruise that came from that. Uh, Another example is uh, on a random Tuesday. Tuesdays are long days for me. And I had finally gotten the kids all settled into bed. I made myself some chamomile tea and I was settling onto the couch to read when the lamp on the end table next to me flickered it seemed to be kind of slightly unplugged from the outlet behind the couch. So as I moved the furniture to fix that problem, I created a new one. (laughs) I bumped the table next to the couch and I sent the steaming cup of tea flying. Some poured onto the floor, but most of it ran right down the back of my calf. I yelled immediately in pain as the almost boiling water seeped right into my socks. And my kids who were were already in bed. were super thoughtful and came running from bed to, uh, to see how they could help their poor mom. and they grabbed some towels to soak up the carpet. they grabbed some new dry clothes for me. Um, and they one of them even grabbed some aloe for my for my burned leg. and after this crisis, uh, the evening pretty much returned to normal. I even had a time to read a couple of chapters of the book I was trying to read uh, before I drifted off to sleep. and believe it or not, I could keep going. Uh, one Sunday at church, I almost wiped out after tripping over the edge of some furniture. I was at the time holding our youngest little boy, and I didn't even see what was what was catching my foot. Thankfully, my husband and our other pastor were nearby to break my fall and to protect my child. <laughs> now, on a more serious note, I have also fallen into temptation, uh, reacting out of selfishness, speaking in anger. Walking without faith, I have failed to pursue God with my whole heart, choosing instead to settle for shallow replacements. I've tripped over my well-intentioned plans, clinging to the idol of control as I fell into the ditch of exhaustion. Uh, The book of James says, for whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. My Bodily falls may have just been embarrassing accidents, but my spiritual stumbles reveal a deeper need. James reminds his readers of this need in his letter to the scattered churches. It's tempting to gauge the status of our spirituality on comparison to others and their sin, and doing this often leads to kind of a foggy picture of our standing before God. James spends a large amount of time in this book explaining the relationship between faith in our glorious Jesus Christ, and then the outworking of that faith. And this short little episode isn't meant to be a commentary on this rich and often complicated book. So I'm going to skip to a very well-known verse in chapter four. It says, "'But he gives greater grace. Therefore,' he says, "'God resists the proud,' but gives grace to the humble. Now, there's absolutely no doubt that my falls, both physical and spiritual, are super humbling. I know that everybody listening can identify with that feeling of falling down, but I've noticed that my response to the spiritual falls is often the same as the physical. I'll stand up, dust myself off, hope that Nobody noticed, and then get back to the task at hand. And according to James's argument, this approach is not sustainable because I'll keep stumbling in my own strength. The humbling that comes from my spiritual inadequacy is actually, though, right where he wants me. It's at uh, my lowest and when I'm at my most broken that he can give me his grace. How desperately I want that grace, but how desperately I act as if I don't need it. I resist his loving hand reaching down to lift me up after I've fallen once again. I'm asking God to help me grow more graceful as a Christ follower, not because I managed to learn to act more polished on the outside, but because I learned that the humility that comes from my stumbles leads to more and more grace from the hand of the grace giver. And I'm praying that I can radiate that grace to other stumbling believers as we walk on this road together. I'm so glad that I've had the opportunity to record this this week. I know it's been a while, and as we head into the summer months and there's a little bit more flexibility in time, I hope that I can pop in here more often. But I did want to touch base with those of you who are subscribers to the blog, uh, RachelPereira.me. My website hosting platform has changed the ability to send new blog posts to you automatically. So... I did set up a new email system this week, and uh, I'm hoping it's all working well. I hope that um, if you are subscribed, you receive the email smoothly. If anything looks strange to you or if you don't get it, uh, just let me know um, by heading over to the website rachelpereira.me, and you'll see on the side a message me button you can write me there and let me know of any issues that you're having. And uh, hopefully I'm technical enough to figure it out. I don't know. We'll have to see about that. But uh, I hope that you have a great rest of your week. I pray that you'll rest in Him. And until next time, remember that He will hold you fast.